Hello listeners of Plus Basketball Weekly, just two games this weekend and the Braves were off. We're learning a few things about the Plus League that we didn't know before. It's Wednesday, March 24th, I'm Ryan Chen, host of Taiwanese Pro Ball, let's get to it. Every game the Lioners play now is big. They enter Saturday with three wins in four games and still a contender for a playoff spot. On the other hand, the Dreamers and Pilots just need to defeat the Lioners one more time to guarantee their own place in the Challenger Series. This past week's action takes place in Taizong, where the Dreamers are using Taiwan University of Sports Gymnasium. Originally, the last two home weekends, or four games in total, would be there, but they decided to return to Zhanghua to finish off their season. This is the little gym where the Plus League hosted the final preseason stop. It makes perfect sense. The Dreamers want to embrace their team identity of being in the central part of the island, and Taizong is the second most populated city. We also learned that the Dreamers are putting together a big weekend for the 18-year pro Garrett Tianlei, who announced his retirement from playing at the end of this season. Later, it will be revealed that there are plans to renovate Zhanghua County Stadium, so the Dreamers are looking to make Taizong their home for future competitions until Zhanghua County Stadium is ready again. So, on to the basketball tie game. 74-74 after three quarters, the Dreamers were out-rebounded and allowed more free throws but were hanging in there with more three-pointers made against the Lioners. Now time to provide a close-up on the fourth. The Dreamers open up the fourth with seven missed shots, two missed free throws by Jonah Morrison, and three turnovers. Two and a half minutes in, Aji fouls out. Two minutes later, Derek Lidoway fouls out. Chen Zhenjie is in the game for the first time and will play for the rest of the way. Turns out the Dreamers needed him. 7.07, JJ is fouled driving the baseline and hits two free throws for the first points for the Dreamers in the quarter. First field goal is by Walko with 4.57 left on the clock. Playing the most minutes since January 17th, Jonah got a lot more run on this one with Derek in foul trouble and eventually fouling out. Check out this fourth quarter sequence. He battled to beat for the rebound, pressured and fouled immediately with possession. Clocked in the head, diving for a loose ball, and missed those two free throws. Later, he himself commits an unsportsmanlike foul inadvertently. Hicks was the only productive and efficient player for the Dreamers with 17 points and 13 rebounds. Was the only effective one too, plus minus of zero. Dreamers tie their season low quarter scoring mark of 13. The first time that happened was opening game also in the fourth. Lioners got 15 of their 25 points from their bench in the fourth. Goggle Hall's two made free throws, Tianhao's breakaway layup in a free throw, and Evans stepping up for 10 points. Top scorer was Dawson, who has risen to the fifth best player in the Plus League shooting from two at 57% for those with more than 70 attempts. Interestingly, the only Lioneer starter change was last Sunday Oscar started and was minus four in 30 minutes. In 26 minutes, Ling Mi was plus nine. This past Saturday, Li Mei started but was minus 8, whereas Goggle Hall was plus 9 in 20 minutes. We'll see how they'll be used going forward. One more Lioneers tidbit in their 4 wins out of 5 game stretch. They won the 4th quarter in every single victory. They're still in last place, but their 4th quarter net score went from an average of minus 4.2 to minus 1.9, much closer to the 3rd place Dreamers at minus 1.2. Most critically defending the imports of the other team, who typically score 10.8 points in the fourth quarter against the Lioners prior, now that number is down to 4.8 in the most recent five games. Playing hard all game, figuring out rotations, unlocking in defensively on their opponent imports have been the winning ingredients. 
On Sunday, I mentioned on the broadcast, heading into this Sunday's game, the Dreamers and Pilots were combined 0-6, and that last one was February 28th when they went head-to-head, where Guan Nayo and Davon Reed went down partway through the game. That was also Achi's 39-point explosion. Coach Metcalf reminded me that I prepared a stat before Sunday's game. During the Dreamers' winning streak in February, they only committed 19.4 fouls per game. During their losing stretch, committing 24.75 fouls per game. On the season as a whole, their home and away foul split of 2.6 is also the biggest difference among all four teams. Head coach Julius the day before in the postgame presser said, his players have learned the defensive system better as the season has come along, but the opponents are making their adjustments and the officiating oscillates on how to call them. Looking into other stats, that stands true. The Dreamers in losing efforts give up the highest field goal percentage in the league at 45%, including 38 from three-point range. The league average field goal percentage is 41 and 31 from three-pointers, respectively. Coincidentally, this game was tied going to the fourth as well. Up to this point, both teams had four players scoring double digits. The Pilots were shooting efficiently, but a couple more offensive rebounds and a few less turnovers, plus a couple more made threes, had the Dreamers right there. The story in this fourth quarter, the Dreamers applied the lesson from the day before and played more desperately than their opponents. 16 rebounds to 8 and only committing one foul all quarter. The Pilots shot the ball just as well, but committed 10 fouls for 13 Dreamers free throws. I look back on the footage and half of those fouls were against the Dreamer, not even with possession or not even remotely close to a shot attempt. Two in the winning seconds of the game and maybe three reasonable contests. That being said, how could we not give props to Randall Walker once again? Very cool fact from Apple Daily writer turned plus league basketball expert Dennis, better known as Yulongke. Walko is the first plus league domestic player to have 30 points twice this season, this time topping his previous high with 34 points. On the top 5 plays this week for the plus league, he had the third spot with the first half buzzer on Sunday beating the clock from dang near 30 feet with Jordan Chapman giving him no room. Then the top play may be of the month if not the season, Walko caught the ball off a pin down and drove to the basket with former dreamer Jackie Tsangungu chasing. The 22-year-old left and slammed it down with a foul. Oh yeah, Walko had 10 points in the fourth, hitting all five free throws. On the game, he had a game best 6 for 11 from 3, when to start, Jaren Young had the hottest hand from deep. For the pilots, it's good to see Pong Pong playing hard, but we definitely need to see more. Angry Bird had a team-high 7 assists but is a liability defensively, and he hasn't hit a 3 since February 20. Jackie also hasn't had a good showing since his 27-point game back on February 6. The Pilots really miss Q for their block shots in wins is 6.1 and in losses averages 3.9. They absolutely still miss Reed who can also block one shot a game and is very hard to get around defensively without even mentioning his offensive game. Davis is rehabbing and at least participating in some workouts. Reed, on the other hand, is still shelled. Killer Kwan seems close to returning to full practice. His presence is sorely missed. So far, Reed's replacement Jordan Chapman, with his shooter reputation, hasn't showed it off yet. 9 for 32 from deep in 3 games. But he does have 3 blocks and 5 steals in 3 games. A sneaky player opponents might forget about. Based on the percentages of missed shots overall in the league, of course he'll rebound more too. 
but the key for Chapman is to provide that scoring. In college, he averaged 1.05 points per shot attempt. So far in the plus league, he's only at 0.79 points per shot attempt. Some special fouls were called and let's talk about them. Thanks to the plus league show Taipan Ha or here from a referee, we got some official explanations. On Saturday in the fourth, Lioneers on the fast break, a pass bounced off of Wu Daihao Wesley and it became loose on the floor. Wesley and Jonah both dove for it and got tied up with the ball on the floor. Wesley was seen hitting Jonah on the back of the head and the referees blew the whistle. It was determined on the replay that Wesley wanted to grasp the ball with both hands. Because it was an attempt at the ball, but hit the opponent in the head, it was called an unsportsmanlike foul and not a disqualification foul. Later, at 4 minutes and 37 seconds left, Evan driving, Jonah reaches for the ball and hugs Evan as he passes by. Jonah was called for the U to Jonah and the Dreamer's dismay. Looking at FIBA's unsportsmanlike foul definition 37.1.1, an unnecessary contact caused by the defensive player in order to stop the progress of the offensive player. Watching a lot of NBA, players would foul with one hand and wrap their opponent with the other arm to keep them upright and prevent injuries from falling. Jonah was caught in a bad spot and we all learned this application of the rule. Definitely the biggest story is Sunday, Stephen Hicks layup attempt was missed, Jaron Young leaps but doesn't touch the basketball, hangs on the rim and was called for the technical foul. Underneath him was Pong Pong who was ducking. Now for the third time this season, head of officiating Lin Jinglong took the PA microphone and explained a rule to the audience. Later in the game, a similar play, Kadeem Jack leaped after a missed layup and hung on the rim as well before coming down. On Taipan Hao Suo, Jinglong Lao further explained that there's an unwritten rule that players who are not making a dunk attempt shouldn't grab the rim. However, Referee should let it go more often for the sake of player safety. Oh, and for the sake of consistency, the referee should have called Jack on the second instance as well. What wasn't covered was a foul by Derek against Tianhao's layup on the baseline. This was pretty straightforward. Derek arrived late for the help and didn't put his arms up at all in an attempt to block the shot and just gave a nudge to Tianhao in the air to throw off his balance was an easy U. This was Derek's sixth foul of the game. Lioneers would have preferred the Dreamers lose both games, but they still have a chance at the playoffs. I ran the scenario machine, which is a spreadsheet. For 8 games remaining with win and loss results, there are 256 outcomes, which produces 62 unique scenarios of win totals for the 4 teams. All of this does not include tiebreakers if the teams have the same record. To keep things simple, and if every game has an equal chance of either team winning, the Lioneers are facing 73% of getting straight up eliminated, 9.7% of advancing and eliminating either the Pilots or Dreamers, and 17.7% of having the same record as another third place team. Currently, the Dreamers and Pilots have 4 season wins against the Lioneers out of 8 games, and one more would mean even if their records would be the same, they own the head-to-head -head tiebreaker. So that will be their focus heading into this weekend. One more win against the Lioneers guarantees them third place and a spot in the dance. But if the Lioneers win the rest of these games and do have the same record as either the Dreamers or Pilots, it'll come down to how much they win their games by. 22 or more in the two games remaining against the Dreamers or 23 in the one game against the Pilots. The tiebreaker after an individual head-to-head plus-minus goes to overall plus-minus for the season. By the way, 
out of 256 outcomes, four of them have three teams with exactly 10 wins. So sleep tight thinking about that one. Coming up this weekend is the final weekend of four games. We get started with another huge one. Dreamers at Lioneers in Shinzu, 2.30. Then Pilots at Braves at 5. Then Pilots Lioneers for the Shinzu finale of the season on Sunday and Dreamers in Taipei against the Braves. English commentary for the two Shinzu games. That's it for this week's episode of Plus Basketball Weekly. Thanks for listening to Taiwanese Pro Ball by Ryan Chen. See ya!